Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com. Who are you really? really? My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Hump Day edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Am I on the air right now? Yeah. Yeah, people are already writing in saying, well, she sounds great today. <laughs> yeah, I think you might want to plug in your headset uh, in another location, Donna. Oh. I cannot uh-huh. hear Oh, yes, myself. we're telling you yeah. to plug your headphones into a different location. Oh, really? Yeah, then you'll be able to hear yourself. But oh. that microphone's working real great. But you don't plug it back into that one, though. That's a bad one. Oh, that when did one, that happen? Probably during Lori and Julia. Lori sits there. She probably sprayed something on it or something like that. All right, so she's it's doing really germ-free, great. but non-operational. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was Lysol in it. Yeah. yeah, you can't catch a thing from it, but you also can't hear us as well. Here she comes. You got you? You starting to hear yourself a little bit? Yeah, it's real loud, real uh, loud. It goes from zero to, a, like, 50. Again, I'm just yeah. I'm just keeping a calendar of uh, or a, uh, uh, a running list of how many times you have complained about how loud things are in the last about month. Really? What else have I... What what are you talking about? We've already talked about this on air. The fact that you don't remember it, we can't go back. We don't Well, probably because it wasn't that interesting to keep it in my files. You are starting to... You're becoming that person. You're you're becoming the it's too loud person. And that's okay, and we accept it. And that's a great part of your journey. (laughs) Also, the computer in the other room is not working. It's just been... Quite the morning. Have you called tech support? Um, no, that, I haven't had time. I did, like uh, the tech support lady's great though. When she picks up, I'm forgetting her name in the moment, but I always feel like, all right, th- we're gonna get through this. Where are all these people? Mercury retrograde is happening, Donna. Uh, I would just like you to know it kicked off on Monday. Okay, that explains a lot. Thank yeah. you. Do any of your neighbors decorate for it? They put out the big thermometer. Not that I'm aware of. Come on, man. Come on, Steve. Come on, man. It's hump day. Get with it. I know. We're having fun. I'm in a better mood on hump day. No, I'm in a good mood. I just, I'm just out of the blue. The (laughs) headphone jack doesn't work. That's very, that's very. Did I offend you by saying how many times I've heard you say, that's too loud. Yeah, I don't don't recall saying it it more than that song sounds like it's playing four songs at once. That type of thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, just the phrase. The phrase, it's too loud, has been coming out of your mouth more. I've noticed it. I don't know what it means. I don't think I said it's too loud. I said it's very loud. Went from zero to 50. This is who you were to argue with as a child. (laughs) Okay, now I'm learning. Whatever. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. Happy holidays and happy hump day. (laughs) Happy holidays. Whatever. Today's Wednesday. We're going to play, I think, Whose Voice Is It Anyway? I think Mike probably left behind. Oh, I hope so. I don't so. know. That's a tough game to play, though. We'll find out. We don't know, guys. We'll find out when Leah he's, gets He's very thorough, though, so I would be surprised if he didn't. If he didn't. And if he didn't, we'll call his resort, where he and his wife are celebrating their honeymoon. That would be hilarious, And ask actually. if he... 
That feels like that would have been a bit back in the 90s on radio where you're like, hey, our producer's on a honeymoon, totally. saved up a lot of money and is there. Let's call him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happened to us the first day we moved into town, actually. We we're staying oh, really? at the uh, Fanta Suites in Burnsville. Whoa. And yeah, the I think it was... Was it Dave Ryan? No, it was Steve Cochran was doing mornings at the time on KDWB. Okay. And called our hotel room. Because he knew knew you were there mm-hmm. doing whatever people do we in the just moved into town. in just, Burnsville. Right. Out of all the places yeah. to stay when you just move into town, you chose the fantasy. We didn't choose it. We didn't choose it. We didn't even know what it was. We I was like, what is this? This is sick. Heart what did it tub? smell like? Yeah, we have questions. It actually smelled pretty good. We were in the space room. So you walk in and there's an astronaut and then the bed is a spaceship. Really? And there's like mirrors on the ceiling. There's like a a hot tub shaped like a spaceship in there. The ceiling was all... So there were mirrors on the ceiling of the bed, which was a spaceship. Oh. And then everything was like stars and... Uh, you were like in the galaxy. I've never heard of that Fanta Suites. I don't know that it exists it. anymore. Yeah, I'm looking it up now to see if I can track yeah. down what it would look so like. So they use trade. You know, the radio station used trade with a, a client. Yeah. We didn't know anything about the place. We were like, okay, so they're putting us in a motel. Oh, Thanks. Very interesting. Yes, highly themed. So I thought we were oh in the game room. I'm like, oh, they gave us the wrong card. <laughs> Or key at that time, probably. Donna, you were in Space Odyssey. Ground control cool. to Major Tom. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and then there's Alien Invasion. Sherwood Forest. Oh, the yeah. Wild Wild West. Is this a real hotel chain? Caesar's it's, Court? I don't think it's a chain, is it? I think that they've existed out and about in these United States for many a year, but I believe that our fantasy suite, it was like in the South Metro, right on Highway 13. Yep. Yeah. yeah right. it, it is no longer in operation. Oh, it was kind of fun. Yes, we were in that spaceship bed. No way. You everybody... slept in that spaceship bed? Yes. And it came with games. Like we had games and the console was built into the spaceship. Wow. So like Nintendo or whatever, Space Invaders. They had a uh, pink Cadillac room that had a full-size vintage pink caddy with a queen and king-size bed. Right next to the bathtub is a Cadillac. Imagine a Cadillac, an old one, drove into your motel room right through the wall. That's what it looks like. That is is crazy. It's a part of Red Carpet Inn. Okay. And they have the Fanta Suite Hotels. Unbelievable. Everybody could Google and see for yourself. It probably would be, if it did still exist, a fun gift to give someone for their yeah. anniversary, you know, or for their wedding, if there weren't like, you know, if there were like an, ex- you could use it within the next year or whatever. Right. Date night, you and Lou. Hey, now. <laughs> By the way, all of that to say, we may or may not be playing Whose Voice Is It Anyway That's right. <laughs> today at 1130. Hey, real quick, uh, if you have a free eight minutes today, and I know that. Doesn't sound like much, but really that's kind of a big ask. For somebody to have a free eight minutes to just sit and watch something, I would encourage you to watch Stephen Colbert addressing the audience on Monday's show after he came back from appendicitis surgery. Oh, that's right. But it is a really great example of just an entertaining story that has punchlines all throughout, but also sounds like, really? Then what happened? 
And it's all about him discovering that he had appendicitis, doing two shows with like the Whoa. appendix had burst. Whoa. It had ruptured and he did not know that he was Stop. poisoning himself. Uh, stomach was in a whole lot of pain. Talks about the, the celebrity chef, Jose Andres, I believe it is, who at the end of his cooking segment starts to dance Steven around and spin him around. And oh, he's no. like, oh, my gosh. But trying to put on a brave face. Uh, all of the ways that they knew things were wrong. He is. It's just a really I watched all of it last night and thought this is a great little bit of it kind of reminded me of back in the day when Letterman would just out of the blue, he'd do his monologue and then he'd go sit at the desk. And instead of doing any other bit, he would just say something that started him on a story. And you were just like captivated by it all. Stephen Colbert is so funny and his his writing Wait a or his second. writer's writing, it's all very funny. It's it's Are it's great. Are you crushing on Stephen Colbert like Holly and I do? I am not. In yeah, fact, I looked you? at I no, I was looking at him last night and I thought of you both and thought Okay, if they say so. I still don't see it. He's a very handsome guy. Him versus The Rock, though. It's The yeah, Rock. No, it's yeah, no, no. You want those no, biceps, no. ladies. That's what guys think you want. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what we want. I should go watch the movie, What Women Want. Maybe not. <laughs> Mel Gibson and... Maybe you uh, should just read a blog. What's her name? We Melanie Griffith? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Uh, I remember really laughing at that movie, but it's been a long time since I've seen it. It might not hold up what does donna i know good all, question all we gotta st- go all right fine all right fine everything we're doing today isn't gonna hold up in 30 years we're gonna look back and be like what, what was that happening back then that's right you know what i mean i was just going through some of your quotes you know <laughs> and your insults to me throughout hey, the year and hey, one hey. of them was i think you're donna i think you're very close to being canceled <laughs> 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 we'll find out hey uh when we come back julia roberts predicts where her movie characters would be today we've got that on the way and an interesting story about dakota johnson when we come right back on my talk 1071. donna valentine for bradshaw and bryant and a message about how your social media posts can be used against you in a personal injury case it's probably the last thing you would be thinking about after say an accident because let's face it these days pretty normal to post about things that happen to you whether they're good or bad but here's the thing i learned this from mike bryant at bradshaw and bryant uh basically insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve in uh terms of a settlement and your social media post can be um twisted it can be taken out of context and that's not just words also pictures so keep that in mind because you only have one shot at winning your injury claim so be really careful with your post if you happen to be in a similar situation uh and if you have been don't wait schedule a free consultation with mike bryant at bradshaw and bryant you'll find him online very easily just go to minnesotapersonalinjury.com Thanks for listening. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly, when did you change your hair color? Oh, for the weekend. Looks great, Holly. It looks really good. Holly's back Holly, to brown. Go red, go red, go no, no, red. No, 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 yes, go red. The brown looks great. It does look great. She was blonde for a while, and now she got hashtag back to her roots. Uh-huh. That looks really good. Time for a change. Thank you. Time for a change. I see what you did there. Time for a tip. Yep, got it. Tipsy segment that comes up today. Got it.
And at 10, uh, right after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, today's tip will be brought to you by Jelly Roll. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Come on, Donna. Hey, I want to tease uh, the 11 o'clock hour. There's a story about George Clooney, and I thought it would be fun to see if if you were in, you know, your typical marriage, do you take on a household chore that's typically done by the opposite sex? Hmm. I don't know if I do. I don't know. Like the ironing or the laundry. Do you do? Like sure. typically, you know, I mean, I think everybody should do their own freaking laundry. That's just my opinion. Yes, queen. Yes, um, queen. But, you know, typically the woman will take that, you know, chore sure. under her. Sure. And the wing. husband uh, in this situation is mowing the lawn. Or fixing things. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. type of thing. You know, yeah. fixing the toilets and. Yeah. Walking in with our wrench. Yeah, maybe you're the person as a female who does that. Anyway, you could send us an email, uh, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com, and we'll get to some of your responses coming up at 11 o'clock today. In the meantime, how, you, much, how much sleep do you typically get? Just not enough. I when, go to bed too late. I try to get seven. I feel like I'm much more in the six category. You are. And Pappy No, like you, Pappy knows it's not good for him. Mm. Yeah, I think if I'm five hours, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling my best. Yeah. Five hours or less. But it seems like you had a coffee this morning, right? I had a couple. Yeah. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Oh, I can so easily sense when you're Stop on coffee it. and not. You cannot. I'd like a Celsius right now. I'd like an energy drink right now. So would I. I had a quad shot of espresso this morning. Oh boy, that explains I that. want more. Be careful. You be careful. Sorry, that was the caffeine talk. Dakota Johnson needs at least 10 hours of sleep a night. All right. She was doing some interview. Who cares? But anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know why this is a story, but her number one priority she's in life, she says, is sleep. And she is not functional if she gets less than 10 hours. What are you, what are you 16? You need to go to a doctor. Then. I mean, this is a woman like in her 30s, right? Mid to late, I would guess. I don't know. If she doesn't have finals tomorrow, this is not okay. She said, I can easily sleep 14 hours. I don't have a regular wake-up time, but if I'm not working, if I have a day off on a Monday, I'll just sleep as long as I can. I used to do that on the weekends. I would just wake up when I wake up, but I wouldn't sleep for 14 hours. That means, like, let's say she's going to bed at 11 at night. Mm-hmm. You want to wake up at 1 p.m. the next day? Don't you have a... I remember as a kid, as a teenager, when we would stay up really late into the wee hours of the morning, we'd be watching Sports Center on repeat. We'd watch Sports Center three or four times in a row. The huh. same wow. broadcast in a row. Just sitting up talking, oh, yeah, this highlight again. We go to bed, it's three or four. Oh, and wow. then we would wake up, and it would be 1 p.m. or like 2 p.m. And... As My a, mother would never let me sleep that late. She'd be like, get your bleep out of bed. I want to wash the sheets. Get up. I want to wash well, the towel, so go take a shower. This would happen a lot when we had sleepovers. That's late, Steve. Noon but is like... No, what I'm saying is, even then, as a teenager who had stayed up into the middle of the night, waking up past noon, you immediately feel like a scumbag like a dirt ball like what am i doing I'm why sure I'm, I'm, it's in the afternoon that. i know this is this 
and the skill thing are reasons why I'll never be a professional musician. I'm not going to gig at night and then wake up at two the next day. I'd feel awful. Yeah. Like I, emotionally awful. I used to do that too. I, I, I'd sleep until 4 a.m. I mean, I'd stay up till 4 a.m. And then, but I would still, my mom would make me get up like on a weekend by 10 or 11 max. Hmm. But, you know, the only time I've slept that long is when I was absolutely exhausted, i.e. pickleball, or sick. But she says when it comes to her mental health, she likes to also take a bath. It doesn't matter what time of day. This is a lady of leisure. This is that's, <laughs> this is a lady of leisure. She has a different life than the most people. Because most people with most normal routines or jobs or commitments, let me tell you what is not most people's number one priority. Their sleep. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But hey, th- hey, sleep. If you want to sleep. Um, we'll do this Julia Roberts thing. Um, on the other side. On, on the other side. Because she mentioned the bath. I just want to tell you all that uh, at the gym where I exercise and carve my temple. You're taking a bath? Listen. They they have two side-by-side indoor hot tubs. Okay. One of them is no longer an indoor hot tub. It is an indoor cold tub. And oh, that's they have fun. a full thing up there that says, here's how you should get in it the first time. Wow, someone's going to here's the fancy gym, on. huh? It was, I was really excited. I've tried to do the cold shower thing for all of these cold water benefits that they tell you about. But man, it's so difficult. But then I walked out there and sure enough, there were like six people just sitting. And you know what no one was doing? <laughs> Everybody wow. had controlled breath. But I put my hand in and son of a B-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y
the Carol King, uh, beautiful the Carol King musical, excuse me, that's going to be on stage next, which is so cool. Then they've got all sorts of wonderful uh, concert series that are always going through. Stevie Ray's Comedy Improv Friday uh, and Saturday night. Tickets only 28 bucks. Hey, call to get those gift cards, by the way. If you order by phone, there's a bonus $25 gift card when you get a $150 gift card. Call Chan S and Dinner Theaters today. Hi, baby. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What was your term of endearment with previous relationships? Others, oh, yeah. probably baby. Baby, not babe. Hey, baby. Yeah. Oh, not you babe. know what? You know, Heath Urban, I always notice, calls Nicole Kidman baby girl. That, hey, that hey, weirds wait, me out. Good eye, mate. Wait, rise up lights. Baby girl. I bet it sounds a little cooler, though, from an Australian. You're probably right. Rise up lights. Yeah, I used to like. Say baby girl <laughs> to Lou, like when no. we were dating in high school. No. I was really Boo. trying to be someone I was, you know. I know you were. I was just talking about you last night and saying that about Referencing you. what mm. time of my life? Like the way you sound on the red, on your red carpet mm. interviews. Yeah, back when you in were the doing day. the college thing, like you were trying to be super hip. Yeah. Like, like Justin Timberlake and Britney's book. Oh, was he doing that? I, sorry, oh, I did you not hear that clip no. of Michelle Williams reading that excerpt? Oh, no. It totally reminds me of you. Yeah, I was in a very, um, very try hard, trying to, you know, yeah. do, you know, it was very affected. I only know that once because John Mayer, mid-interview, was Drop like... Drop something. What's going on? He was like, your, your, your presentation, it's very, it's very affected right now. He said and I that said, okay, what do you want? Oh this God. was after I had tried to prank him. And I found out where he went to school. Oh, no. And so I was like, hey, we're going to tell John Mayer that we grew up in this town, like one town over at this school. So I started doing this, and apparently the acting of that moment was very... um, Try hard. Very... Obvious. Obvious is the word. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he was like, you know, the, it's it, this is this is a bit affected right now. What if we what if we try it again? And I was like, all right, what do you want me to do? And then we brought it down. Of course, we include everything in those old clips. That's we're like, Who very vulnerable of you. You're much more protective of your. You think My image, more yes. about yes, your image mm-hmm. or how people will perceive you. That ship sailed so long ago. Once you've had like over a hundred people tell you, you're the one of the weirdest people I've ever met. Mm. You're very, you I don't care it. about the pictures. I don't care about, well, I, 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 I care not. Okay, that's I good. That's not. good. Like, you're the kind of guy who wouldn't mind if someone looked at their notes. My notes? What Like, notes? let's just say if you had notes and you're interviewing somebody and you just had a few notes oh, jotted gosh, down no. on a card. No. If they said, let me see those notes, you'd be like, sure, here. And you would be like. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. What are you hiding? What's your problem? I just don't want you to see like my style. Who would of a writing? therapist say is healthier in that situation? Do you think? I'm not sure. I'm sure. I'm not. I am. You the shouldn't healthier be. One. <laughs> yes. I don't know that you should. You're be. overly protective. I'm not protective. overly so... protective. Look at me. Yes, I'm an you open are. book. Hey, everybody. No, but if I said to you right now, let me look inside of that folder, which I have asked you multiple no. times. And it's it's like you're because it's personal. It's my personal. It's not stuff. personal, guys. It's stuff for Bradshaw and Bryant. She reads <laughs> this personal stuff to you once a day. It's not personal. It's it's weird. This is my point. You, we are the opposite. You, everything is precious to you. Oh, don't look at that. How dare you? No, that's sensitive information. No, it's not. It is to me, and that <laughs> the, you've got boundary issues. 
You? What's in that? What's in that? It's none of your business. <laughs> See, you say that too lack much. Lack of it boundary makes me guy. Mad. You're lack of boundary guy. L O B G Lobga. Holly, just... do you think we could find that Michelle Williams clip? Sure. It's just stuff that you have for commercials. So. And God in heaven, you have a lot of them. But guess what? I'm really good at it. You're great at it. It's just a <laughs> thick. There's probably, guys, just so you know, there's probably over 50 individual pieces of paper in just her Bradshaw and Brian. What do you care? Yours folder. is probably on a computer file. It's, yeah, yeah. What's most the recent email. I don't know. There feels like there is one, though. <laughs> Doesn't there? Not to I me. I don't have 60. Pieces of paper. Here, here's you on the on the red carpet. Listen to Michelle Williams <laughs> telling happening? her story. This is going to be Lou telling the story of you. <laughs> His band in sync was what people back then called so pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. In sync hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Here comes Steve. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? That's you. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. Come on. That is, that is how I picture you, trying to like fit in. I'm going to say this Well, you're again. hobnobbing with the goober smoochers. I'd like to hobnob with a few more goober smoochers. <laughs> I just want to offer this again. Okay. And I mean this in a respectful way. <laughs> that is not my style of narration of a book. That's Michelle fine. Williams is very gifted. She doesn't care. She's getting paid. I know. She we doesn't care. We all can't care. speak at speed three, Steve. Yeah, I would right. just like her to pick it up a little bit. No, but her energy feels really low. Like, really? Read me a story. I don't. Pretend I'm five. Let's add a little, huh. a little juice to it. I don't know. Give me your folder, Donna. Let me read one no, thing from your folder. Absolutely not. Go get a life. I have no boundaries. Man. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to rephrase what I was going to say was I can't wait until you die, and that's not true. That's not true. Hmm. After what I mean is after you pass, and if I am still one of your survivors in the obituary, <laughs> I'm going to go through all your crap. This would be like a perfect story to see Steve just walk out into the hallway and then like get bonked in the head. Yes. <laughs> an anvil or a piano no, falls I on can, his head. Listen. I did see an Acme package out front. <laughs> yeah. They called me. Alice called from the front desk. Steve, you have a package. Listen. I could die before you. You want to talk about death again? I'll go there. No, Steve. People were upset with you yesterday. Oh, sorry for telling the truth. Sorry, everybody. I didn't coddle your hypnosis that you're immortal. Hmm. Someone's got to tell the truth. Now, this on Julia Roberts. Here's a little something about she was she was doing she's doing press right now for this new movie. You can watch it on Netflix. And so she was talking on uh, CBS mornings. I think she was talking with Gail King. And she gave like a little bit of an update, a little prediction as to where her iconic movie characters would be today. 
Okay? Okay, love this. So, like, for instance, Julia Roberts says Vivian Ward from? From uh, the the uh, the Hooker movie, <laughs> uh, Pretty Woman. I love your brain. <laughs> Vivian Ward from that Hooker movie. She's now a business mogul after Edward, played by Richard Gere, died peacefully in his sleep from a heart attack, and then she took over. Love that. Okay. How he, about, I like that she said peacefully in his sleep. Yeah. They never found the weapon. Maggie Carpenter from? From uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. From Runaway Bride. Right. She's still in a committed relationship with Ike, also played by Richard Gere. Julia said, quote, he doesn't die in this one. Okay, so there we got two little updates okay. here. Uh, she went on to hypothesize what would happen f- to her character Daisy from Mystic Pizza. Sean Penn was in that as well, right? I think so. She's still together with Charles Adam Stork. In Mystic, Connecticut. Thank you. Side note. Good addition. Thanks. And they have, quote, a bunch of cute little kiddos. That's what Daisy from Mystic Pizza would be doing. Okay, adorable. Still with Charles. They have a bunch of little kids. Anna Scott, her character Anna Scott from? Fried Green Tomatoes. So I don't know if she was in that movie. Was she? <laughs> I do not think that that was No, a, I think she was sick. Julia she, Robert, yeah, what, she had right? like diabetes or something. And Sally Field, I think, was in it. Um, I'm pretty sure was she, she was. That? Oh my God, I'll be so embarrassed if she wasn't. Are you looking? So basically it's not part She's of She's not on the main poster. Uh-oh. Really? Well, there. now I'm super embarrassed. Kathy Bates, Jessica Tandy. Mary Louise Parker. Mary Stuart Masterson. Oh, yeah. Mary Louise Parker, Cicely Tyson. All of the Mary Louise's. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, so let's not do that, the fried green tomatoes guess anymore. I don't think she was in that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for your uh, commitment to it, though. Anna Scott from this Julia Roberts movie, initials N.H. Um, new. Bop, bop, bum. Two syllable, one. Never I say never. I think it may be British, Never maybe. say no. But, but, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Donna. You're there. Give me a better hint than bum bum bum. Okay, I gave you the initials. And not a mountain, but a Oh, Notting Hill. Anna Scott from Notting Hill, according to Julia Roberts, her character uh and William, played by Hugh Grant, have six kids now. He still runs the bookshop. He's retired. Oh, yeah, cute. But has a knitting annex. I'm sorry, she's retired, but has a knitting annex. Also, she has, quote, maintained her waist size, amazingly. That's cute. And finally, Julia Roberts guessed that her character, Darby Aaron, Shaw, from... Erin Brockovich. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did? It's a joke. Darby Shaw from... <laughs> That's who I'm thinking of with Sally Field. Steel Magnolia. That one. That's what yeah. I was thinking of, not fried green tomatoes. Darby Shaw from T. P B, huh, 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 huh. Oh. Repeat after me, huh? Steel. Huh? Magnolias. From the Pelican Brief. Oh wow, that's a deep cut. She and Denzel Washington's character get married. Gray Grantham are quote absolutely together. Love it. She looks amazing, by the way. Julia Roberts. Yeah. Looks like a million bucks. Stunning. She's got. She wears that front bang well. Yeah, yeah. Also, some people have chosen to do 
the very, very high and jagged bang. And my question for you is... That's very high fashion. Huh? Or what? Or why, maybe? Am I, mean, I not I think seeing it? If I, you know, if you saw someone on the runway wearing some, they like, Chanel. Like that look to me. What am I doing? Why am I saying this? If you wear this, just wear it proudly. You know more about fashion than I do. But it reminds me of the weird Barbie. <laughs> right? When you just start, the, the scissors get out in front of you. Yes. That's funny, Steve. We'll oh. take a break. Okay, let's do that. When hey, we return. I know you love a Christmas display. But I wouldn't love this one. You wouldn't? No. And there's a critical error that they're making here, too. Save it. We've seen things, and we will say things next on Don and Steve. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you. Happy holidays. Yada, yada. It's Don and Steve, by the way. On my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! I feel energized now. This is great. Yeah, and then next break, you're going to run down and get us a couple Celsius. So now we're really oh. moving and grooving. Oh, I'm sorry. Holly, you want a Celsius? Donna's Ew. buying. Excuse me. They have some like, you like what, you don't like riboflavin? This is a little misogynistic, <laughs> by the way. What do you mean? I run down and get it sometimes, and you could run down. I'm not, this is not a gender thing. Mm. This should feel empowering. Hmm. What what are you doing? I see what you're doing. What am I? Am I Ken here? Is Ken the good guy in that movie or bad? Is he bad? He's not bad. He's just Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I have a bad habit of not checking email after I leave the building. Hey, that's okay. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We, we, we don't get. We don't get. I mean, sometimes I get an email at four thirty. You know, and it'll be from the boss, and you'll be like, "I saw. I saw it late. I responded to it." Okay. We, we Thank you for that. Okay. Care. We need one more. Less. We need. Anyway, we'll talk about it off the air. You're we, fired. We could. Ha- I'm fired. I don't know. That's what I'm we guessing. could hash out right here because I'm an open book. Yeah, no, I don't need you to be that open. Thank you. Anyway, we saw something. This is kind of interesting. So I have a neighbor who puts up a pretty, pretty, pretty big display for the holidays. And it pretty much stays up till March. Wow. On the timer and everything. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I've never heard you talk about this before. Has this neighbor been doing this for some time now? Yes. Hmm. So lots of stuff. He's got, you know, they've got kids. And so it's like, you know, fun holiday arches and things. And it goes up like at a certain time every night. I am very grateful that my bedroom is not at the front of the house where Mm. the street is. Yeah. It's at the back of the house. Don't break in. Um, And... So the lights probably would not don't affect me the way they would if somebody had their bedroom right on the street. Sure. Yeah. There's a guy. I think it's a guy. It's a couple in uh, New York State. They're named Tim and Grace. And they hold the record for the most Christmas lights on a residential property. So back in 2012, they put up over 346 
thousand lights. Then they beat their own record in 2014 with over 600,000 lights. Mm. Thousands of people visit their house every December. And they're just outside of Poughkeepsie, if that means anything to anybody. Not at all. They use it as a fundraiser for local charities, which is lovely. And they have raised about $700,000 over the years. But now they're dealing with a growing distaste among their neighbors who are getting really sick of it. The lights are very bright. There's an endless line of cars. Mm. They blast music through big speakers. That's the problem. That is the chief problem, if you ask me. Some of these more... um, Boy, I'm really struggling with words today. This is like the third time I can't think of the word that I want to say. I want to help. What are you trying to say? Some of these more... Blank Abundant. displays. Um, large. Not large. Festive. Not festive. Over the top. Aggressive. It's it's like another oh, word for good. advanced. Um, some of these more uh, displays. High end. Not high end. Next but like, level. Like brainy. Oh, like next level. No, I mean, these things could work, but it's not the word. Some of these more... Displays. I'm trying to hoof it out. Hoof it out. But Steve. they are. They they like. It's like turn your radio dial to ninety two point three. Advanced. Again, not the word. Dang. If I wanted to sound like a Hyperbolic. dummy like that, I just would have said that. Not that. Although, again, it fits. A lot of good synonyms. Right, just none of these are the word. Some of these like very huge advanced displays. It's more of like a brainy word. It's like a. Some of these more not intellectual displays. Email us if you know it. Don't see by go to Um <laughs> But they they have it set up to the radio. I don't know how they do that. But that way, if you want to come and park your car and watch the display or drive through it, how about elaborate, Steve? That's good. Again, Holly, you're you're crushing it with available and acceptable synonyms, not the word. Son of a god. We'll just go over. I just tried to hurf it out, and I thought maybe if I hurfed it, it would pop into my mind. Anyway, then you're listening to it just in your car. But if you're playing Jingle Bell Rock through speakers, that is disturbing the peace. Well, there's a guy who compared it to running a Legoland out of your property for 40 days a year. He ended up running for a seat on the town board last year just to make the city rain in this display, but he lost. With 15% of the vote. This year's display is bigger than ever. It'll probably set another record. They said it includes more than 720,000 lights, 1,700 strobes, and a playlist with 255 songs. They opened the day after Thanksgiving, and it runs through December 28th. They don't plan to do it forever, this couple. They said they'll stop. Once they hit a grand total of a million dollars in donations. So that's lovely. But, wow, Uh, there's an aerial shot of it. I'm looking at a list of synonyms, and I Mm. think... I think sophisticated is what I was looking oh, for. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Sure. We got that. That's, that's giving me the release inside that Good. I needed. Good. We're glad you got to there. To let that go. I'm so happy for you. And I appreciate whatever you had said during the last 60 seconds while I looked that up. I bet it was good. Had to have been good. It was great. You have no Coming idea. Coming from you, a kiss a kid? No doubt. Donna's winning a Marconi for that minute. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's a Marconi minute.
Oh, I like that. That's great. Okay. Anything else? I have something about the Tesla Cybertruck. What's a Tesla Cybertruck? Remember that new advanced futuristic weird post-apocalyptic looking truck that Elon Musk and Tesla came out with? They call it a Cybertruck? Yeah, I believe it's called the Cybertruck. Okay. Boy, what a peculiar looking vehicle. Yes, very much so. Very, very interesting. Um, Anyway, apparently there's something that you cannot do if you buy one of these trucks. And that thing that you cannot do? Drive. (laughs) No. Resell it. What do you mean? Tesla has added a clause to its purchase contracts, allowing it, it being Tesla, to sue buyers for at least $50,000 if they try to resell the Cybertruck within one year of purchase. The hmm. contract requires owners to offer to sell it back to Tesla for a oh, discounted okay. price and to only resell the vehicle with the company's written consent. But here's, I think what it all comes down to is this supply and demand. There are a lot of people that got on the waiting list for it. So if it does sell like gangbusters, and I have a feeling that it's going to, mm-hmm. it had a really strong recent test on a drag strip where it beat a, a Porsche 911 while towing right. a yes, Porsche 911. Right. It's pretty impressive. That was cool. But um, then if there's a limited amount, these things will go to Craigslist Auto, Facebook Auto, all these online um, options, and they will, they can charge a ton of money. So essentially, Tesla is saying don't artificially drum up the value of these on a secondary market. That's not what we want to do with the brand. That's sure. not what we want happening. And this has happened before. Hummer came out with an, elect- uh, an electric vehicle, like an EV version of their Hummer, and People bought them and then like sold them for double immediately. Oh, so wow. Tesla's like, you can't okay. do that. So okay. anyway, if, you, if you're in the market for a Cybertruck, maybe one of our listeners is getting a Cybertruck. Maybe. Someday we'll do a Who's Listening Cybertruck Owners segment. I'm sure that'll go over like a lead balloon. When we come back, Holly will have vanished into the afternoon air. Nope, it's morning. See you, Holly. Bye! Leah's coming in next. And then we've got some music news. Donna's snapping like your aunt at a wedding right now. That's awkward for me to look at. I'll look away. But we'll come back.